The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Investment advice offered through Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor. Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio Show. Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management has offices in Bend, Eugene, and John Day, serving clients from all over the Northwest. Give us a call today for your free retirement review. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. If you'd like to get signed up for our e-newsletter, Josh and I do a video in the middle and end of every month. Uh, we send that out via email. There's usually five or six minutes. Uh, so if you want to get added to our e-newsletter list, call or actually just send us an email. Go to our website, uh, northwestquadrantwealth.com, and just send us an email and say, uh, we'd like to be added to your e-newsletter list, and that's the only thing we'll send you. Uh, in the 1940s, inflation saga, so people don't remember, but in the 40s, we had inflation also. Uh, well, most people don't remember because they weren't alive or they were just born. Uh, but house price house prices experienced a stepwise increase similar to like the one we just saw and then stayed at a plateau for two decades. So I'm looking at house price chart, and this comes from uh, Robert Schiller from Yale, uh, who, you know, he has indexes on housing. Um, and it's looking at house prices essentially trading sideways from 1890 uh, to 1938, and then 1938 to 1945, then went straight up. Uh, and then from essentially 1946 uh, all the way to 1972, they traded sideways on an inflation-adjusted basis. So, um, you know, we talk about uh, real estate not being the greatest investment in the history of the world, it, and it's it's mostly because we look at the data. Um, and so... And that, most people that's that, the ultra long-term data. Uh, and mo but most people that think about housing as a great investment have experienced rates coming down uh, their whole adult life. And if, when rates are coming down, that's really good for fixed investments like real estate. Uh, you know, real estate more than any other asset is dependent on what interest rates do. Uh, and so interest rates obviously came way, way down and got to zero. Obviously, real estate is going to do really well and going to be the, one of the best performing asset classes. But if you have a move like we're having... Uh, real estate's not going to do well. And pe this is the other thing people don't get. But, you know, if you get 2% return on real estate with 80% leverage, that's going to look good, obviously. But if it's money on, if it's cash on cash, the numbers aren't good. But uh, inflation adjusted the best 40 years for real estate returns ever uh, was 1981 <laughs> until 2022. And it's not even close. I mean, <laughs> it's not, not close even... at all. Because interest rates went to zero. We never had zero yeah. interest rates before. Um, okay. Do I want to bring this up? Yeah, real quick. Um, so geography, a magical combination of geography favors the United States over all others. It's no surprise the United States of America keeps winning. The U.S. is the only economy to grow every decade for the last 150 years. So if you look back at the last 150 years, uh, we've grown about 2% annualized GDP but there hasn't been a decade where the United States has experienced negative growth. Um, and, you know, we're the only developed economy in the world where that's true. So, you know, everybody wants to poo-poo. It, it, it's funny. I was watching a, a sort of tongue-in-cheek uh, show on HBO about the Nixon administration and Watergate. And, you know, the, one of the characters, G. Gordon Liddy, and then his partner, um, they talk about how the, you know, the United States going to hell in the handbasket and all, you know, it's the end of civilization as we know it. And, you know, it, it's always, that's always going to be a topic, right? And politicians are always going to say that the, 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 that guy's screwing it up and I can fix it. But, you know, our system, while it's certainly not perfect, it is unleashed human potential like nothing ever has and nothing has been close. And so believe in that, you know, everybody gets, goes in their corner and it gets this political ideology. Be an American first, right? Before you're a Democrat or Republican or whatever, you be an American and know that we live in the greatest history in the history, of, greatest country in the history of the world. Uh, and we're the only developed economy that's been able to grow every single decade for the last 150 years. Uh, because of our system, and it works really, well, really well. And you lay that system on top of the geophysical advantage of being the third l largest country by land mass and the third biggest population and 
uh, deep water ports on both coasts. Great universities. Geographic isolation and <laughs> huge breadth of geographic diversity allowing us to be self-sufficient in almost any commodity on earth. And, you know, it's tough to beat that combination. That's why we win. And that's why everybody hates us. We're like the New York Yankees. Okay. And everybody hates us, by the way. Um, so Josh and I thought we should bring this up because uh, this frustrates us more, almost more than anything in the financial services industry. So guess what? Annuity sales are smashing records. So 2022, we saw annuity sales smash records. Uh, well, guess what? It's happening again in 2023. Um, for the past year and a half, annuities have been breaking. Uh, they're now on pace to have their best uh, year ever for annuity sales. The first quarter of 2023, total annuity sales were $93 billion. That's an increase of 47% over the same period last year. Remember, last year broke a record and we're up essentially 50% in annuity sales. And so the reason and this study comes from Limro, which is a, a tracking group that tracks annuity sales. But the reason I wanted to bring it up is that nobody has ever come to Northwest Quadrant's office ever in the history of our business and said, I want to buy an annuity. That's never happened and never is going to happen. And so annuities aren't bought. Annuities are sold. And annuities are sold by salespeople saying, you know, here's you have you're telling me you have this problem. You're worried about markets. You're worried about all these things. And so I have the solution for you. And it's called an annuity. And there's all different kinds of annuities, right? There's fixed annuities. There's indexed annuities. There's variable annuities. There's all these sorts of different kinds of annuities. And most financial advisors will have a solution. Instead of what advisors should be doing is educating their clients on why low-cost, high-quality investments over time are going to be everything else. They say, mm, I'm going to take the past release for this since, sell you this annuity. You're going to think you're happy about it. And I'm going to get paid triple or quadruple or seven times what I would get paid if I put you in what you should be in. And so I'm going to be lazy and not do my job, but by being lazy, I also make seven times the amount of money. So you can see where the incentive is. The people that make money in annuities are the people that sell them and build them, not the people that buy them. And so uh, Limmer also did a study of retail investors, 900 retail investors. Um, and they said that, uh, let's see, uh, they, Limmer did point out in the study that demonstrated that fees are the are a limited factor among consumers uh, with only 2% listing fees as an important factor. So when they interviewed these 900 people and they asked them, are fees an important factor in buying an annuity? Only 2% of the people said that it was. So here's the problem. The reason they're saying that is because they're not educated on what the actual fees are because these are <laughs> insurance products that are regulated by the insurance commission. And so the disclosures are different. So Josh and I, routinely see annuities with fees of 4% annually, all in, often. And so when you think about a 4% fee, January 1st, you're down 4% is the way I think about that. You have to make 4% to get to zero. So, you know, if the long-term returns for the stock market are 98 how are you going to do well in an annuity? And they offer you these grand guarantees and they sound really good. You know, if you take away 4% from the compounding process, it is a very material impact on your ability to build long-term wealth. The point is that the biggest, cons the, the biggest concern for you as a retail investor, as evidenced by the data, is actually the least recognized concern. Because it's not disclosed. Yeah, and that's the big discrepancy for us. And uh, if there was more disclosure and more awareness, it would be a significantly higher weighting in terms of retail client concerns. But when we, when we talk to people that own annuities, they do not. Every single one of them does not understand how they work. Never. They think they have one thing and they think it works a certain way. And when we explain to them the actual truth, they're like, that's not what, how it was explained. It's like, no, because you would have never bought this piece of junk. You would have never bought this thing if everything was disclosed to you. But they, they, the, the, the rules around how these things are sold are very different than the way that Josh and I have to operate. And that's why these things are sold, not bought. Nobody's ever come to our office and said, I want an annuity. They, they, you know, they, the, the advisors say, oh, these are your fears. Well, boy, do I have a solution for you. And just know that they're tax bombs at death. They pay huge commissions to the advisors. They lock up your money. There's a long list of reasons, other reasons we don't like them. But Again, my our thing is transparency is what matters to us. And if somebody buys these things knowing everything about them, then I guess go for it. It's not the smartest thing to do. But when we, when we again and again and again see people that don't understand what they're buying, that frustrates us. 
All right. If you'd like to take us up on a free retirement view, one of us will give you an hour of our time, precious time, to talk about anything in your financial life. So if you have at least $500,000 of investable assets, call the office to get it scheduled, 800-743-0988, or email us by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Stick around. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, project our materials the independently owned destination for your next outdoor project is building solutions in bend come see us at the kobo home and garden show see the makita driving innovation tour in action and feel the maximum performance that makita cordless power tools deliver see the newest offerings from tracks and see why tracks is the world's best high performance decking brand take advantage of our home and garden show special building solutions the quality selection and service you expect building solutions in bend and building solutions bend.com your project our materials this is Kerwin with Midstate Power Products in Redmond. At Midstate Power Products, you'll find a complete line of Kubota tractors for sale. Kubota is renowned for its compact and subcompact tractors, ag tractors, RTVs, and construction equipment for any job site. Midstate Power Products is here to help with the right equipment for the right job. Stop into Midstate Power Products in Redmond now to get zero down, 0% APR for 84 months on select new compact tractors. Now through June 30th, see us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more details. We love it here, and we think you will too. Welcome to Alpine Meadows. Beautifully kept landscaping, Alpine Meadows has one-bedroom apartments and two- and three-bedroom townhomes that include washer and dryer, beautiful decks, patios, and designer kitchens. Alpine Meadows is conveniently located next to the Dallas, California Highway and minutes away from Orchard Park's nature trails, a place proud to call home. Google Alpine Meadows townhomes, professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. You enjoy the quiet life, but you like being close to the action. Living that fits you is at Mountain Glen Apartments, located five minutes away from the Bend River Promenade and downtown area. Mountain Glen's units feature designer oak cabinets, and their two- and three-bedroom units come with washer and dryer hookups. Relax with mountain views from your patio or deck. Mountain Glen Apartments Bend, corner of Butler Market and Boyd Acres Road. Professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. You know, a lot of people like this time of year. Everything's greening up. I'm with you. It feels like it's all new again. And Wilson's Spring Savings Event is the perfect time to take a little green and renew some of those tired-looking rooms in your home. Yeah, a little green for a lot of new. Right now, Wilson's has special prices on quality handmade Amish furniture and bedroom sets. Stressless or the unmatched style of leather Italia. We've got great deals on Englander and luxury heirloom mattresses. Plus, an impressive selection of furniture made in Oregon. Just like spring, our sale won't last forever. Hurry in for best selection. Free delivery and special 0% financing available. See store for details. The spring savings event. Sale ends Memorial Day. At Wilson's of Redmond. This is a big one. We've got the furniture and mattress for you. Bringing in that spring feeling since 1962. Financial Focus Radio Show is online all the time via iTunes, Spotify, and Spreaker. Catch past shows online or by finding us on iTunes. Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio. Thanks for joining us. As always, if you'd like to be part of our little radio program, call the office, or sorry, call the, the uh, radio show at 877-670-7117 or email us by going to our website, uh, NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com. I think I gave out our old website a couple of segments ago. It doesn't exist, but it does it redirect to our new website? I don't think so. What happened to our videos on our website? They're still on there. No, no, the new ones, animated video. 
of our oh. building and stuff. Oh, that's coming. Yeah, we just got to pay another 20 grand. <laughs> uh, okay, this is pretty interesting. Uh, we're going to talk about rebalancing later in the segment, but... Um, you know, we Josh and I are big fans of, of small cap stocks. Uh, it's by far my largest allocation in my money that I invest personally um, because I know the data is quite overwhelming over time. Um, so if you invested a dollar in 1973 in the NASDAQ, that has grown to $200 today. So that's pretty good, right? Guess what? If you invested in that same dollar in 1973 in small cap value stocks, that'd be $1,200 uh, so in the long run, the tortoise always beats the hare. The annualized return uh, for the NASDAQ since 1973 is 11.17% annualized. The small cap value index, 15.24. So more than 4% annualized is makes a huge difference. So I know you all think that small caps are left for dead and that, you know, large cap is the only way. I can only own the apples of the world, but believe me um, – in an environment like we're heading into, you definitely want – I'm not saying put all your money in small caps, but you want exposure to it. And Josh and I know when we do our free retirement reviews, almost everybody is way underweight small cap or they don't even own any at all. And so you are missing out on some extra juice in your portfolio by not owning small cap. Um, and right now when you look at the ratio of uh, small cap to, to – U.S. small cap to U.S. large cap, uh, meaning valuation-wise – uh, it's the lowest level since February of 2001. Well, guess what happened to small caps it went on in 2001? 13-year winning streak relative to large caps. Lamp-basted large caps. And so we're back to where, where we were then. We're in year two of the current winning streak of small cap value, uh, but it's not been true this year. It's, and that really started during the banking crisis when all of that outperformance and went it away. had been really dramatic up until the start of the so-called banking crisis. But uh, it usually goes for... You know, from 73 to 94, it was 21 years. In early 2000, it was 13 years. And, you know, again, we're in year two right now. Uh, but the outperformance is enduring. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's small cap over large cap is an enduring thing. There'll be periods when large cap wins. But over the long, you know, your investing lifetime, small cap's going to win. And the reason we keep bringing it up is when we look at portfolios that we don't manage, Almost nobody has any exposure. It's not like they, they – it's like zero exposure in their portfolio. And it's like how can you ignore the data that is so overwhelming? And you can't say to yourself, oh, well, I own the S&P. There's small cap stocks in there. They almost have zero influence on the index because they're so small. And remember, most indexes are market cap weighted, meaning the bigger you are, the more influence you have on the performance of that index. So when you look at Apple – Apple drives the more performance to the S&P 500 than the bottom 100 stocks combined. And when you, you when you see these decade plus runs in it in the small value club that asset class it always starts from a valuation discrepancy low like we're at right now. Okay, so that's our case for small cap. Don't ignore small cap. If your advisor is ignoring it, make sure you bring it up with them. Okay, so one of the other things we talk a lot about over in the show is portfolio rebalancing. And so we feel like it's important. Uh, it's important uh, for a lot of different reasons, but we, we thought we'd talk today about how to do it, how often to do it, and why you should do it. So first, Josh, first describe what portfolio rebalancing is for the people that don't really know what, what we're talking about when we say, what is portfolio rebalancing? Re rebalancing is just if 50% of your portfolio is in stocks and 50% of it's in bonds and you're a 50-50 investor, uh, when the stock side grows to 55% and the bond side is at uh, 45% cool, because of the tendency of markets to of stocks to outperform bonds over time, uh, you would just bring it back to what you initially contemplated, which is that 50-50 exposure. So you'd sell 5% of your stock uh, and buy back 5% bonds of your total value, and voila, you're back to 50-50-50. That is your rebalance. You're bringing your exposure back to what you initially wanted it to be. And so the good news is, from a rebalancing standpoint, is that most places where you have your money – whether it be a Schwab or Fidelity or Vanguard or in your 401k, ha have the ability to automate that for you. So you're not having to physically do the math and figure out how many shares of X you have to sell and buy shares of Y. You have the ability to set it up and automate it, with it whether it's in your 401k or in your IRA at Schwab or any of these places. I don't think that we necessarily recommend you to do it because they mostly just offer you the ability to do it on an annual rebalance, especially within 401ks. Well, in the 401ks, but in, a, in the custodians, yeah. they, they, you can do it whenever you want. So 
we would tell you uh, how often is is probably 18 to 20 months. So pick a time and then set yourself a reminder and say, okay, I need to rebalance my portfolio. And so the reason that you don't want to do it too often is you want your winners to run. Um, and so, so if, you, if you're doing it too often, you're not giving your winners a chance to, to do their thing and, and do uh, the outperformance. The tendency, so, tendency of markets to rise and eight out of every, eight out of every 10 years mean that the more frequently you rebalance, one outcome is that you're going to reduce the volatility in your portfolio, but the other outcome, the more frequently you rebalance, uh, is actually your tendency to underperform dramatically so over the, time. So the theory is, and Vanguard and Morningstar agree with this, and this is where it comes from, is that when you're retired, you might rebalance more often because you need to keep your risk profile similar and you need to keep the amount of money you need in fixed income assets relatively stable. Uh, in the accumulation phase of life, you want to rebalance less often, right? Because you want your winners to run. And so that's sort of the rule of thumb is that the, in your retirement phase, you want to rebalance more often and accumulation phase uh, a little bit less often. Um, and, and so you know, the, the thing is you have to create a rule around how you're going to do the rebalance um, and then stick to that rule because oftentimes – so Josh and I have a rule, either a duration. So if we haven't rebalanced our portfolios, uh, we do it um, after a certain amount of time. I'm not going to tell you that time, but we do it after a certain amount of time or – we do it after our portfolios get a, a certain amount out of alignment. So in Josh's example, let's, you know, let's say stocks are doing extraordinarily well and our stock allocation in all of our client portfolios is 5% or 8% above where it should be. Our rule says, okay, you got to rebalance it to get all of those people's risk profile back to where it needs to be. Conversely, if, if the stock market's selling off uh, like it did in March of 2020 during COVID, um, and our stock allocation gets really, really low. Uh, we sell the bottom side of our portfolio and we buy stocks, you know, sell high, buy low. And that and that's how our rebalancing works. So that, you know, we on both sides, people are like, why are you selling stocks? They're doing so well. And then on the other side, when stocks are doing bad, they're like, why are we buying more stocks? They're going to keep doing worse. And so it, it's a way to create a rule in your portfolio that you need to stick to. And the more you can automate it, the better you're going to be. So if you can say, I'm going to do it every 18 months, you know, I'm going to pick my birthday to do it. And then 18 months after that, and it's going to be automated on my platform, wherever I invest, then you don't have to have your, um, then you don't have to have your emotions involved or that, that percentage out of alignment can also be another trigger that makes you do it. But it's a way to, to um, especially for you people that are approaching retirement or retired, it's a way to manage your volatility and the risk of your portfolio. And I think you'll appreciate that uh, on both sides when markets are doing well and not so well. All right. Uh, as always, if you would like to take one of us up on a free retirement review, one of us will give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life, your portfolio, your asset allocation, whatever you want to talk about is fair game. So if you have at least $500,000 of investable assets, call our office. The number here is 800-743-0988. When we come back, we're going to talk about, is the trust going to really protect your assets from a nursing home? So stick around for that. Sign up for our e-news today. Get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management delivered right to your inbox. The short five to six minute video helps you keep up with the market. You can always watch past videos on YouTube or NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com. This place is gorgeous. I love living here at Wild Horse Mesa. It was just built in 2021, so it's got all the latest amenities with high-end finishes, plus AC, my own washer-dryer, pool access, fitness center, rec room, and a private patio. (laughs) All this on your salary? Wild Horse Mesa is more affordable than you think. Call the office and see what's available. Google Wild Horse Mesa Prineville for more information. Professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. Minutes from Prineville. New, beautiful, affordable Wild Horse Mesa. 
It's Indian Head Casino's $175,000 Cruising for Cash and Prizes Giveaway. With your chance to win a brand new Ford Mustang Coupe or $30,000 in cash. Here we go. We'll have ripping hot seat drawings every Friday where you can win up to $200 in bonus slot play. I won? <laughs> I won? Plus, you can win up to $1,000 cash or up to $700 bonus slot play on Saturdays. Oh, yeah. Earn bonus entries every Friday and Saturday. So start earning entries now. All right, let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, win cash, bonus slot play, or a new Ford Mustang too. Oh, it's Indian Head Casino's one hundred seventy-five thousand dollar cruise and for cash and prizes giveaway. Are you ready? Yeah. This is exciting, folks. Indian Head Casino, where winners play. You got that right. Total cash and prizes in May and June. See the Players Club for details. Your adventure starts here. The all-new Cascade Motorsports has new inventory of 2023 KTM Motocross. Dual sport and adventure bikes with special interest rates starting as low as 3.99% for low monthly payments. KTM's gives you a more forgiving suspension, unmatched performance, and cutting-edge technology. Cascade Motorsports is your Polaris headquarters with 2023 ATVs and UTVs, including the Farm and Ranch Ready Rangers, the Fun and Excitement Ready Razors, and the Hardworking Sportsman. The all-new Cascade Motorsports Amplified Parts Department has everything from performance parts to the latest in riding gear. Plus, our certified techs have the parts, tires, and know-how needed to keep you up and running all year long. Your adventure starts here at the all-new Cascade Motorsports. New owners, new vibe, new attitude. It's all fun for motorsport enthusiasts of all sizes. At the all-new Cascade Motorsports, off Empire and Bend. Interest rates on approved credit. See the full inventory at CascadeMotorsports.net. You work hard driving the road, earning every dime, and you do not have time for interruptions. If you break down in the Portland area or need great service, call Ultimate Truck Service first. At Exit 9 in Ridgefield, they'll keep any diesel truck or diesel pusher road ready. Air conditioning, brakes, you name it. In an emergency, Ultimate Truck Service will come to you within 25 miles or have your tow driver take you. Call or go online. Ultimate Truck Services, they keep you rolling. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war in the term life industry. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man aged 45 non-smoker can get a million dollars of coverage for $75 per month. Level rate for 10 years. Or a man aged 50 non-smoker can obtain $500,000 of coverage for a monthly premium of $110. Level rate for 20 years. That's right. Guaranteed level rate for 20 years. If you you're a smoker, we have great rates available for you as well. At Term Busters, we specialize in policies of $500,000 and above. If you're looking for a new or replacement term life insurance, call today for a quote. 800-786-9161. You're probably paying more than you should. Call 1-800-786-9161. Remember, 1-800-786-9161. Sample rate quotes based on preferred non-smoker rate class. Exam required to qualify. The mission is clear. Give honest, transparent analysis and actionable advice every week. Make sure to connect with us on YouTube and get our twice-monthly e-newsletter. Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio. Thanks for joining us on this chilly weekend here in the Pacific Northwest. We got a little taste last weekend of some warm weather, but I think next weekend it's coming back. So uh, be patient. I know this time of year gets rough, but the days are longer and... You know, whatever. Baseball's happening. All this. This is my favorite time of year. Uh, so Americans are doing some, making some big mistakes when they switch jobs. This is a, from a study from the University of British Columbia Souter School of Business, if that's a real thing. Um, but they are. They did a study of Americans that left their job for one reason or another, and just over two in five, so forty-one and a half percent of employees are choosing to cash out their defined contribution or four hundred one k plan early. Um, that is, you know, so when you think about what that means, and so if you're if you're under fifty-nine and a half, which is you know when you can start accessing these funds, um, you have to pay a ten percent penalty plus ordinary income. So let's say you 
work, you know, most of the year, let's say you leave your job in November and you make a couple hundred thousand dollars and you have $150,000 in your 401k uh, and you cash that in. So now your income that year goes to 350,000 because every penny you take out of your 401k is taxed as ordinary income. Because remember, (coughs) when you put the money in, you get the tax break. So now it has to be taxed as ordinary income. And then you got to, then it gets a 10% penalty. So 50% of that money is going to be gone. And the unfortunate thing is like when, during the global financial crisis, people were doing this and you know, they were using it to sort of stay afloat and they weren't paying the taxes. And then the IRS said, wait, guess what? You owe us a bunch of money. And, and it was resulting in lots of bankruptcy. So when you switch jobs, roll, you know, you either leave your 401k where it's at or roll it into an IRA. Do not take it out of the tax deferred status. You're going to kill yourself in the form of taxes and penalties. So uh, I can't believe, you know, two in five people, that's a lot. A lot of people are making this mistake. Indeed. Um, And then uh, Charles Schwab's uh, chief investment strategist, uh, Josh has a crush on her. Her name's Liz Ann Saunders. Um, She uh, just put out the data on uh, the M2, which is the money supply in the United States. So think about all the money sloshing around the system, whether it be cash or digital money at banks. Like, all the money in the system is, is M2. Um, and in the, through March, uh, M2 has fallen 4.1% year over year, which it's never done that before. So obviously M2 increased by 40% in 18 months, which was unprecedented, which is one of the big reasons we have inflation. But M2 has never shrank as much as it has in the last year. Um, and so that's going to uh, be another negative force. Uh, Let's for remember, inflation. though, we're still a little less than four trillion above the uh, 2019 growth growth trend. No, no, dude, you, you have to start somewhere, right? You can't climb Everest, but you know you have to start at the bottom. You got to you got to start somewhere. And my point is, it's going in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, the banking I, crisis slowed it up a little. I bit. think our take on it is the same, and that uh, you know, I mean, excess savings and. Uh, household net wealth relative to spend is in such good shape. It's not even funny. And I just, you know, I look at the M2 takes and I think they're a little bit overblown. No, well, but my point is what this, what the bank, central bank is doing and the treasury is doing is instead of ripping the bandaid off, like Paul Volcker wanted to do, they're doing it really slow. Yeah. I mean, they're trying to let air out of balloon. Really slow. Yeah. It's seeping out. Yep. There's a little pinprick in the balloon. Okay, so um, you know one of the things we talk to clients all the time, especially uh, some of our clients that are in their fifties and sixties and have elderly parents. We talk to them about you know their estates and you know they're heading into a nursing home and what do they do to protect their assets. Uh, and so you know there's when you go to a long term care facility or one of those places, obviously it gets real expensive real fast, and depending on your level of care, it can get really expensive. I mean, we have clients and I've had clients that are you know spending upwards of twenty thousand dollars a month on that care, and so that can chew through a big part of your estate really quickly and so people are always wondering like what can we do and it's usually the kids or grandkids, what can we do to protect those assets and say they, so they'll say, "Well, can we set up a trust? Can I set up a revocable trust?" in an effort to protect those assets. And the answer is essentially no, and I'll go through that. But, um, you know, one of the things that the, the other thing that happens is, is people say, well, can't, uh, can't my parents or, or grandparents start to gift the family money up to the gift limit um, so that, you know, that money doesn't go to the nursing home. And if they're in the nursing home and they run out of money, Medicaid can pay. And so, you know, the truth is there, there used to be a three-year look back number on that on those assets. Now the IRS says, we're going to look back at your estate for the last five years. And if you had that money, guess what? You need to pay us that somehow uh, before Medicaid is going to give you any money towards your long-term care. Uh, So the hard thing is, if you think about somebody who's older and you perceive them potentially having to go into some sort of care facility, five years is a long time. And, And it doesn't sound like a long time, but take it from Josh and I, we do this every day, and when people start to go south, whether it's mentally they start to go south or physically, it goes really fast. So one day, you know, you, you can see so you can we see a client, let's say in June, and they're fine, they're cognitive, everything is fine. You know, we don't have any red flags. Then we see them again in November, and everything has changed. You know, their their physical abilities have declined precipitously, or their mental capabilities have gone down, and so. 
take it from us. This happens way faster than you think it's going to. And five years, when you get to a certain age, is an eternity. And I know that sounds depressing, and, and that's the part of this job that really weighs on Josh and I and makes you stare mortality in the face every single day. Um, but that planning of that five years is really difficult. So people say, well, well, we put in a trust. Won't that protect it? But here's the problem. Most trusts that exist are revocable trusts. And so a revocable trust is its just like it sounds. It can be changed and it can be revoked. And so um, while it, a revocable trust does create some protections for you and does some estate planning uh, things, meaning you, know, you can avoid some taxes after the first spouse dies, those kind of things, the government looks at it as like, wait, this is money that is fully accessible to you, so it doesn't protect that money from the nursing home. And a trust is not going, a grantor trust, so meaning you set it up yourself, um, is not going to protect uh, you and, and it's not going to, it's going to disqualify you from Medicaid assistance. So let's save a couple million bucks in a in a revocable trust and you say, well, I don't own anything, right, because everything's in my trust. Um, no, that's going to disqualify you because the IRS knows and the government knows that that money is accessible. And so you could set up an irrevocable trust and have, you know, rules around not having accessibility, but that's going to create a whole lot of other problems for you. And so, you know, the reality is, is. You know, there's no real way around this other than being phenomenally wealthy. I guess that's the solution. Well, being self-insured is really your only way around yeah, needing one. Because here's the deal. You know, most people out there, their biggest financial risk, even if you have a couple million bucks, is one spouse goes into a long-term care facility. So that is, there. you know, and, and it used to be long-term care insurance that people bought as a, as a you know, way to protect yourself uh, against this risk. But the reality is, is that either you're broke and you just Medicaid, Medicaid will pay, or you're really wealthy and you're self-insured and you can pay yourself. But for most people, everybody in the middle, which is most of the people probably listening right now, this is your biggest financial risk in retirement, is that one spouse, let's say, you know, the husband goes into a long-term care facility and the money starts to get chewed up real quick. The wife in that example would be left with $2,000 in cash, a car, and the house, and that's it. Her IRA would go away. Their joint assets would go away. Everything would go towards paying uh, for the husband, in my example, uh, before Medicaid kicks in. And so, you know, it, it I don't have an answer. Here's the problem. I, I can't say this is what you should do other than being really rich to avoid this risk. But when you all think about it, and, I, and, I, and I'm bringing it up not to depress anybody. I'm bringing it up to, to, for you to think about like, okay, this is a real risk. This is a real risk uh, for both of us, and there's not a lot, whole lot. But I would like to know about it and have a conversation about it with my kids or anybody that uh, might uh, be able to help us in, you know, when we get to that point. So, again, it's before Medicaid pays, all the assets have to be spent down except for $2,000 in cash, a car, and the house. The rest has to go before Medicaid kicks in. And so, and remember, there's that five-year look back on all assets also before Medicaid. They look at your assets for the last five years, and if you had money, they're going to claw that back before Medicaid starts to pay. All right, if you'd like to sign up for one of our e-newsletters, uh, Josh and I do a short video in the middle and end of every month. Uh, so we send those out to our clients and anybody who wants to be added to that list. Go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Click on the contact us. Send us an email. Just say you'd let us, you would like to add us to have you, you added to our e-newsletter list. Jeez, Tyler. It's Friday. Saturday, I guess. Uh, all right. When we come back, we're going to tackle some of your email questions. So stick around. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 
At BestMed Urgent Care, our reviews say it best. The staff was totally awesome. The nurses were genuine. The doctor was absolutely great in capital letters. I left there with comfort. Walk-ins always welcome or get in line online at bestmedclinics.com. Today I'll get a workout in at the fitness center. Tomorrow, maybe some rafting on the Deschutes River. Or I could go for a swim and spend the afternoon by the pool. It's pretty easy to fill your calendar when you live the life you love at Stonebriar. Walk the nature trails at Pilot Butte, or maybe give Tracy a call. We can go shopping in Bend on Saturday. Sunday, read a book on the deck. And after an active day outside, you come home to gorgeous resort-style one, two, or three-bedroom apartments with cook's kitchens, spacious bath, full-size washer and dryers, computer labs with free internet, covered parking, and... My fur babies. Pets allowed. Stonebriar is currently accepting applications. Their beautiful landscape grounds feature two clubhouses and are on Highway 20 near 27th and Bend. Google Stonebriar Apartments for details. Stonebriar, professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. Stonebriar Apartments. The best of resort living. Tune in to KBND every other Monday for Experts on the 20s at 620 and 820 a.m. Business tips on tax, assurance, retirement planning, and more. Kernet Stokes & Bend has been serving Oregon businesses for more than 75 years. The sunshine is here. Time to get to Eastside Gardens, where great things grow. Get your garden going, your flowers blooming, and your lawn healthy and green. At Eastside Gardens, you'll find a big selection of annuals and hanging baskets. Plus, all shrubs and perennials are buy four and get one free. Everything you need, find it at Eastside Gardens on Southeast 27th at Darnell. Open 9 to 5, 7 days a week. Look for the giant rooster and those in-store specials. Eastside Gardens, where great things grow. I can't wait for what's next. Even with higher stroke risk due to atrial fibrillation in a regular heartbeat not caused by a heart valve problem. Eliquis, the Pixaban tablets, reduces stroke risk. It's the number one cardiologist prescribed blood thinner. Don't stop taking prescription Eliquis without talking to your doctor as this may increase your risk of stroke. Eliquis can cause serious and in rare cases fatal bleeding. Don't take Eliquis if you have an artificial heart valve, abnormal bleeding, or have antiphospholipid syndrome. While taking, you may bruise more easily or take longer for bleeding to stop. A spinal injection while on Eliquis increases risk of blood clots, which may cause paralysis, the inability to move. Get medical help right away for unexpected bleeding or unusual bruising, or if you have tingling, numbness, or muscle weakness. It may increase your bleeding risk if you take medicines such as aspirin products, NSAIDs, SSRIs, SNRIs, and blood thinners. Tell your doctor about all planned medical or dental procedures. Learn more at Eliquis.com or call 1-855-ELIQUIS. Are you kidding me? Touchdown, Oregon! Hey, Duck fans, this is Don Essig reminding you your Ducks return to Hudson Stadium this fall to kick off the 2023 season, and we want to see you there. The Ducks have a strong home schedule with Coach Prime and the Colorado Buffaloes, USC, and the final game against Oregon State. Visit GoDucks.com slash FBTix to select your season tickets starting at just $249. Why? Because it never rains in Hudson Stadium. your free retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Call us today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. My name is Tyler Simonis. That guy over there, he's Josh Finelli, and we're partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management here in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. Um, there was a really good article. Jason Zweig wrote in the Wall Street Journal last week. It's called, he writes a segment called The Intelligent Investor, and the article is called Getting the Sharp End of the Investing Stick. Um, and essentially it talks about, you know, alternative investments in general are all the rage when markets get volatile. Um, and one of the asset classes that investors are flooding into is, is funds that specialize in private debt. Uh, they claim to offer really good returns with extremely low risk. Uh, and that's obviously in our world, it's just not, I mean, if, if you're having to invest in the private debt markets, you're by definition, a risky 
a, a risky investment because if you're Apple, you can go to the debt, mar the actual bond market and get money relatively cheap. If Apple had to go to the private debt market, it would be really expensive. So it explains to you that that is in, by definition an invest, uh, risky investment. But uh, he looked at this um, Cliffwater Enhanced Lending Fund. It's a billion and a half uh, portfolio of private debt. And they advertise on their website some ratios that um, were literally impossible. The guy that so they talk about ratios that look at uh, volatility of the portfolio and risk, and then return. And the the risk profile is the lowest risk profile that you could ever have um, of a fund, and um, the return profile is really attractive. And so the guy that came up uh, with this risk metric, his name is William Sharp. He's a uh, emeritus professor at Stanford um, and a Nobel laureate. And Jason Zweig called him and asked him if this Sharp ratio would ever be possible. And he said, no, it's literally, it's an impossible Sharp <laughs> ratio to actually have. And so it boggles my mind that this company can say that their risk profile of their fund is as low as they say it is with the return profile that it has. It's, it's impossible, according to William Sharp, and I happen to agree. So uh, just be very careful. Um, you know, if you're, if you're investing in a private debt fund, you're taking a lot more risk than they say you are because any company worth their salt could go to the bond market and get money a lot cheaper than the private debt. I'm market. looking at their, uh, their stack, their investor stack that they send out because I got an, coincidentally got an email <laughs> from them uh, on Friday. And it looks like a SoftBank presentation yeah, <laughs> with unicorns, unicorns flying up and to the right. Rainbows and butterflies. Yes, Santa Claus yes, and indeed. the Tooth Fairy. Okay, let's tackle an email. We got an email from David. David said, oh, this is a good one for you, Josh. I'm speaking with two advisors, and I'm looking for a tiebreaker. One advisor says, wait to take Social Security until I'm 70. The other says, take it now. Taking nine, that taking the mindset that a bird, <laughs> a bird in the hand is better than one in the bush. I think it's two in the bush, but whatever. Financially, we're okay, but we have a cash burn of 7 to 8%, which we really don't like as we eat away at our asset base. The future of Social Security is iffy going forward and could possibly reduce by 80% if you listen to the hype. We want to leave a legacy for our children, so cashing in on our assets really is concerning. Which advisor should I choose? Well, neither. Uh, Call us. Yeah. Uh, always choose the shorter one. They work harder, but... <laughs> <laughs> Just ask Josh's wife. <laughs> uh, we are very strong advocates for uh, especially those individuals with longevity in their family and no uh, no terminal health concerns or, uh, you know, just general general good health uh, to look at Social Security as a risk-free annuity. And the reason for that, of course, is that it's politically sacrosanct. Uh, that trust fund and all of the fear-mongering around it can easily be made solvent. It's not some distinct pool of money. Uh, it will be funded by the tre Treasury General Fund, just like everything else ultimately is. Uh, so don't, don't succumb to the fear-mongering. Uh, as long as you can live the little bit past 83, where the break-even is, which for most people is doable. Life expectancy in this country is still 85 or 86 years old, uh, especially if you live in Oregon. Uh, it's one of those things where uh, as long as you can live past the break-even, be comfortable with the near-term drawdown, build up the bigger risk-free annuity, especially with the COLAs and the cost-of-living adjustments in the midst of inflation, uh, postpone that Social Security filing, draw down your retirement assets, and then lower your distribution rate later once you turn on the, the larger risk-free annuity in the form of the uh, higher Social Security payment. I mean, getting a guaranteed increase in your income from the federal government at 8% per year every year you wait, I don't know. I mean, the math is really overwhelmingly that you need to do that. The other thing to remember is like it's not a wait till seventy or nothing. It's you can change your mind at any time. And if we if we get in a, bear, in a very bad bear market, all two thousand eight, you have that lever in your back pocket to pull and uh, start the annuitized payment stream. Yeah. So we have this situation with a lot of our clients, and they're waiting. Um, and, you know, your distribution rate is f 7 or 8%, but let's say you both go on Social Security at 70 and your distribution rate goes now down under 3%. Um, think about how much – and then you let that money compound over the next 30 years or 25 years, depending on how long you live. You're going to give your kids and or grandkids a lot more in that scenario, but you're also going to have a lot more guaranteed income, and that makes bear markets a lot less scary. Bear markets are really scary when you're really dependent on your portfolio, but if you then – 
can create a larger income base, guaranteed income base, uh, that's better. Get just don't make that they're going to only pay you eighty percent of Social Security. Don't make that part of the equation because it's not a thing. As they say, it's the third rail of politics. Tell me a politician that's going to go after that, and I'll tell you a politician that's going to lose. Um, this is a good one. Uh, this comes from Maury. Maury B. Um, I hate my company's 401k plan. What are my other savings options? So this is a good one because, first of all, the first thing I would do is because a 401k, especially if you get a match, is a really good option um, because it's automated. It's pay yourself first. All of that stuff makes it really good. Uh, and so if you're getting a match, let's say your employer is matching 3%. Uh, dollar for dollar, you have to contribute to the 401k at least to get the match. But, um, you know, assuming you want to contribute more, the first thing you should do is go to the person in charge of the 401k and have them Google 401k lawsuits. And uh, the amount of stuff that's going to come up is going to scare them beyond belief because the reality of 401ks in, in today's world is that uh, they should just all be really transparent, really low cost index funds, high quality index funds, so that you do like your 401k. They they can create a 401k now um, that would look like how you would invest your money if you had it at any custodian. And so you, whoever's in charge of your 401k, your company most likely has no clue what they're doing and doesn't know how to set up a plan, but they can get help. Uh, a financial advisor can help them or they can call Vanguard and get help and say, look, here's where a plan is. We need to lower the cost and improve the investment options. And a place like Vanguard can do that for you. And then you will like your 401k. So you have all these other options like IRAs and Roth IRAs, traditional IRAs, all that stuff. But what you should do, and this will you know, your employer is at risk of getting sued because their 401k isn't good. So uh, that's the that's the first place to start. All right. That is our show this week. We appreciate you spending some of your weekend with us. Remember, buy low, sell high. We'll see you next week. listening to partners of Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management on the radio show Financial Focus. Remember, you can email or call with your questions anytime during the week. Visit northwestquadrantwealth.com for more information. See you next week on Financial Focus. Any opinions expressed herein are given in good faith and are subject to change without notice and are only correct at the stated date of issue. Past performance is not always indicative of future results. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Securities, financial instruments, or strategies mentioned may not be suitable for all investors. Prices, values, or income from an investment mentioned in this report may fall against the interest of the investor, and the investor may get back less than the amount invested. This material does not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and is not intended as a recommendation of particular securities, financial instruments, or strategies to you. Before acting on any recommendation on this material, you should consider whether it's suitable for your particular circumstances and, if necessary, seek professional advice.